me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. After her encounter with Christ, she didn't say, I need to go to seminary so I can learn how to tell about Jesus. She didn't say, I need to memorize the Bible, then I can share Jesus. She told her story. And if you've had an encounter with Christ, you have a story to tell too. She does not think of herself as unworthy to share the good news. God loves to pick us up, take our stories of our yuck and our dark, and transform them into stories that give him glory. He can redeem anything. Continuing in verse 39, many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. I recently read this. The very best definition of evangelism is one starving person telling another starving person where to find bread. In John chapter 6, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And we talked about this at our table. We were talking about transparency makes people go, you too? Really? I thought I was the only one. Share your story. The woman at the well is not who people would pick to tell the story of good news. If you're feeling like people wouldn't pick me, here's the truth. Jesus will pick you every time. He chose you. So I want to talk about this living water. Jeremiah 2.13 and Jeremiah 17.13 tells us that the Lord himself is the spiritual fountain of living water. When Jesus says, whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never thirst, he means that whoever drinks of the living water has been rescued from sin and judgment, that we have eternal life. Once you have the Holy Spirit in you, it cannot be taken from you. I want you to repeat after me. I have the Holy Spirit in me. It can't be taken from me. Jesus doesn't mean our thirst is forever quenched, though, that we no longer need him. That it's a one-time encounter. We thirst after him, I think possibly even more once we know him. We get a little taste of him. Psalm 63.1, Oh God... You are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. Our souls require living water. But we're trying to fill it with other things. Other things. We need to return to him daily. So I'm going to try and give you an illustration. I've had this in my mind for two years. And this was my opportunity to try and do it. I'm concerned that I feel a Lucille Ball moment coming on, and so just try and, and get what I'm trying to explain. I'm going to have to put the mic down, though. Salt scale. So picture this. This is your heart. This is your heart. As you can't see in the back, there's some water in here. This is the living water that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have the living water in you. And I want to remind you that it cannot be taken from you. But I just want to try to illustrate something. So we start Start getting dark and clouded 
and yucky. And so we need to return every day for more living water. It's worked in my kitchen. And we're reminded to get rid of the things that just aren't important. And then, as we add more living water, our hearts become more pure again. what we will spill with. And so if we're filling our